0: So the big question is this, how are successful everyday athletes over 30, like us, who work hard, who don't have much time, and who are always having to juggle life and family, how are we able to live a pain-free athletic lifestyle? How do we train? What do we eat? And what do we do different that allows us to get the most out of life, but still have time for all our hobbies, family, and friends? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast.
1: Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger, and live better. I'm your host, Josh Kennedy, and with me from a very snowy Austria, apparently, is James Breeze. How are you doing?
2: <laughs> I'm doing okay. It is very snowy. It's, it's, I'm looking outside my window at the moment, and there's an absolute massive storm coming in. It's kind of fascinating. So if I go off topic here today, Josh, because I'm, I'm too busy watching the snow swirl around mm-hmm. and uh, form drifts in front of my eyes. So you snowed in yet? Not yet. No, it literally started about 10 minutes ago. So I'm... <laughs> Do you have food? Uh, Yeah, no, I I have got food. Thank thank God. (laughs) Yeah, just and I've I've mistakes from last year when I was like snowed in for like three days. Yeah, no, I am. So uh, I'm all prepped. Thank you very much for your concern. Oh, Uh, however looking at the snow, it's swirling in front of me, and uh, however, I'm looking at it with quite a bit of sadness because my shoulder is hurting. Yeah, what, 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 uh, should,
1: we, should we talk about what you've done, or do you want to, should I introduce the podcast and then talk about what you've done? Because yeah,
2: it's let's, related. L- <laughs> let's introduce the podcast and talk about it, because it is all related, and it's a very good topic to talk about today, so people can learn from my my pain and suffering, I think. Mm.
1: Still making the same mistakes.
2: <laughs> yeah, like everyone else, sadly, sorry, I'm human. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. So, uh, the subject of today's podcast is uh, stop training like an elite athlete with a subtitle of it will injure you faster and why james what have you done <laughs> yeah okay so it's been kind of exciting in resort
2: all, all this week we had loads of like the advanced freestyle skiing team come in loads of people playing in the park doing cool things And about 10 years ago, I made myself a promise not to go and play in the snowboard park again because that's where I smashed my clavicle and dislocated my shoulder last time.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So Uh, what did you
2: do? I kind of got excited and (laughs) I went to play in the park and I had them for a couple of days. And then I was getting spurred on by lots of people doing back flips and front flips and all these crazy, wonderful tactics in there. And I Push decided to push myself a little bit too hard and do things that I wasn't ready to do because I hadn't nailed down the basics, namely being able to jump off jumps the wrong way, so to speak, or off switch is the best way to describe it. So first of all, I almost knocked myself out. Um, (laughs) I fell from about 12 feet. And I landed, but then I mis- messed the landing riding switch. Never try and do it for jumping off 12 feet. Just maybe off one foot first, maybe. Yeah,
1: maybe, maybe build up <laughs> idea. to idea.
2: And then, no, me being me, I get back on the horse straight away. Uh, I went back in the park, and I didn't think, I, I don't think I realized I was slightly concussed. And then I did a, I did a jump that I'd done a few times before. I just messed it up. And then I landed again from about, about 8 to 10 feet off the side, landed straight onto my shoulder. Oh and dear, oh it dear. It hurts a lot. But fortunately, as the doctor kindly told me, he said it was uh, a good job. You're quite strong and um, quite um, unbreakable, almost, he said, because most people would have uh, smashed their shoulders and done a lot worse. So I'm feeling quite grateful. I'm just a bit sore and stiff, and I think it's only a bit of ligament
1: and tendon damage. So uh, and maybe just a bit of tendon damage, yeah. A bit of, much, l- damage, yeah. bit of
2: heavy mm. bruising. Exactly but you know i'm not it's not be feeling sorry for me it's more of a case of oh i'm I not feeling back. remotely sorry for you <laughs> not remotely <laughs> Thanks, in case of anyone else is is deciding no don't feel sorry for me because it was my own stupid fault and you know sitting back and reflecting on it i did what i advise people clients customers members all these sort of friendly friends to do and i just do it and went and did it myself and it was mm-hmm. a reminder that Yeah, I'm no longer an elite athlete. I haven't got the same experience or background as any of those people doing those things in the park. And also more importantly, I hadn't got certain basic skills set down before I even attended them namely jumping off switch and landing from heights on those types of things without before doing any types of tricks. So it was a, um, yeah, it's a bit of a life lesson. So I wanted to share my life lesson, my pain and my hurt, and my sadness as I look at all the snow coming down and knowing I can't snowboard for a good couple of days. And I'm going to miss all this powder.
1: Ah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So, yeah, there's there's a small reason why you should not do things that the elite do. <laughs> maybe you could one day but when you're over 30 just stop it oh exactly but it's this thing but like i said it ties into like the whole thing that we
2: see day in day out here it's It's a lot of people pick up fitness plans or they start to do things. They see something really cool that somebody else is doing and they go and attempt it themselves. And we get it time and time again, somebody coming back and getting injured through fitness. Me, it was through snowboarding this time, but it's just a timely reminder to go, Hey, let's just think about this because a lot of people, particularly with over 30 who are just starting out their fitness plans in their head, they're going to look like a professional who's doing backflips and jumps. Mm. But in reality, they're nowhere near that sort of stage yet when it comes to their fitness. And it means taking a step back and going, whoa, hold on here. This is a long-term approach. Now, remember, remember, every single one of these athletes or people who are doing these workouts
1: maybe has at least 20 to 30 years experience of doing them in the first place yep yeah, absolutely absolutely and you know regular listeners to the podcast will know that for us fitness is a lifetime pursuit we uh, we play the long game here and uh, short term trying to go after short term gains training like the elite is probably not the best way to go and we were we were talking about um, before we were starting recording about things that get posted on uh, Facebook and Instagram and uh, in magazines, and we've kind of mentioned this already, isn't it? Like you know, six packs, uh, train like the SAS, six pack in you know, become a Navy SEAL, becoming yeah, become a Navy SEAL. Do it was um, do Mark Wahlberg's uh, training from yeah, yeah. Uh, from mile twenty two. Yeah, give it a go. Why not?
2: Let everyone know what it was because that, that made me laugh a lot when oh, I read well, it. Was I read just,
1: yeah, we were talking about yeah. it, and um, it reminded me. I think we posted about this last year, actually, or somebody did, and then I picked up on it you know th- this is the kind of thing that people do and again i've made this mistake in the past i did like some sort of nba elite basketball rowing workout once and i was like why did i just do that that was very silly you have obviously tried to be an elite snowboarder the other day you really shouldn't yep. failed people they put it it's what you see in the glossy magazines isn't it you know somebody will post the latest the biggest actor's latest workout for his film get ripped like mark Wahlberg. his here's, here's his training plan And we were like, actually, you know what? It's probably not the best thing because (laughs) it's to do, it was a film out last year, Mile 22. He gets up at, what is it? He gets up at 2.30 a.m., has breakfast at 3.15, does a workout 3.40 to 5.15. So it does an hour and a half workout, then post-workout meal at 5.30, and then goes for cryotherapy. What normal person over 30 can possibly do that?
2: Very few people. But like I said, yeah, but if you Mark Wahlberg, you have a team of professionals behind you. There's yeah. like, because to get in short, well, you know, from your acting days as well, things you, the actors have got to do for a certain film, look a certain
1: way. Yeah. Um, oh, that's, yeah, that's what we were talking about. We are talking about one, like the closest I ever came to that was um, when I worked at the opera House, and we were, that was my job. We were paid to do it. So I got an out to be like samurai. We were, we were playing... So, we had a sword master; we did some like an hour an hour and a half intensive training in the morning before we went into proper rehearsals, but that was my job at the time, so I had nothing else to do apart from do that so i wasn 't living a so called normal life at that point. I was being paid to train and God, when you get paid to train, it's amazing. But that is not reality, is it? That's not it's, most people's you know, lives. Exactly.
2: exactly. And Like, if they, if they just take Mark Wahlberg as an example, he's been paid for a multi, you know, um, he's been paid millions to be in a film. The, the film's going to make millions. They want him to look look and be a certain way. So they're yeah. going to pay for every single person under the sun to be there
1: as his support team yeah. to make it happen. Yeah. And he, and he, he does his workout, and then he doesn't cook his own breakfast. He doesn't go exactly. oh, cook his own breakfast. <laughs> Nope, his breakfast is there for him, it's
2: on hand for him, it's all super quick, he doesn't have to think about anything, he can sleep, everything's dedicated to his one thing, and then he does his family life and stuff outside of that, but the point is, it's the same with anyone, and people look at these things, and I get it, these type of articles and things, they sell, like, this is what makes men's health, you know, get ripped like The Rock, get ripped like Mark Wahlberg, get ripped like... Just you know, insert name of professional actor here. You know, I think it was like yeah, Superman. Yeah. Was it, wasn't it Henry Cavill? Um, oh, there was uh,
1: Henry Cavill's uh, Superman workout as well. There was um, Wolverine. There's that's been it. Wolverine workout planned and all sorts of stuff, isn't there?
2: Absolutely, and you know, oh yeah, and it's, you, uh, it's sexy, isn't it? It's it sexy. is. And you, talk, you know, the same with Brie Larson for Captain Marvel. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, she, uh, she, she looked look great for like she Wonder look great Woman. For that. You know All of these sorts of things, but you've got to remember these guys are multi-millionaires. They have teams of professionals around them to help them get like this way. Now, on the side note as well, look, look if you want to train like an NFL superstar or want to train like a professional rugby player or a football player, it's the same thing. These programs are designed to sell, to, to lure you in, to give you an idea of what it looks like, but it's missing the bigger overall picture. And mm. the thing is, is that, okay, you can argue in some, in some degrees that the big A-list celebrities, they get where they are, not only for hard work, because they look a certain way too, maybe. Yep. Part of it's just genetics as well, as well it. isn't it? <laughs> Basically. It is just throwing it out there as well. Okay. But also you've got like professional sports athletes or professional athletes who are a, genetically gifted, yep. but they've been also been doing their sport since the age of God knows when. So, if you're playing rugby at yeah, the age of three, 10, maybe,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, 5, 10, every day, consistently for years. T- by the time they're 24, 25, they already have 20 years' experience behind them of doing these things. Let's take snowboarders and skiers. Most skiers out here in Austria and snowboarders, they're on skis from the age of two and a half, <laughs> right? they're they're doing these things every day. Like there's not many people here. A lot of people, a lot of the, my Austrian friends out here who stopped skiing at 21, 22, because they didn't quite make it professionally. It doesn't mean they're bad skiers. It just means they're elite. I saw my mate Lubo the other day and he's, he can do backflips and front flips. He's done them all since he was nine, 10 years old. And there's a system and a format to learn how to do them. He said, because they go to school to learn how to do it, Mm. (laughs) which was, which is crazy. But the point is like, these things are designed to sell Unfortunately, if you listen to this here now, the chances are that if you're over 30, you haven't been an elite, elite athlete. You're not an elite athlete at the moment. And the sad thing is that there's a high chance that you may not be an elite athlete. Probably before. not. And I I mean, hate what's the percentage?
1: Dis- the The elite are the 1% of the world's population or something like Even
2: that. less than that. But I think 0.1% I think could be even right. less okay. than that. It's crazy. But, like, but the, the point is, like, look, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. And if you disagree with me, I'm really sorry. You, I know you want to push yourself you have any performance to the highest levels. I do too. That's yeah. why I was playing in the park, trying to be these things. I want to push myself all the time. But sometimes you've got to take a step back because if you haven't got the foundations of these guys have in place that they take for granted and don't have to think about anymore, the high chances are you're going to be injured and you're going to injure yourself faster than you ever have done before.
1: Yeah. You've kind of touched on it already, but what's the, uh, the iceberg illusion? Iceberg illusion, yeah, it's,
2: I love this concept, right? It's like, if you, if you just look at a simple iceberg, all you see is the magnific- magnificent tip, right, of the iceberg, right? You see it, you see it, all its glory, it's where all the shots are from David Attenborough TV shows, all these things here, but you don't see what's underneath. And what you tend to see underneath the iceberg is something that's, 10 times, 20 times, 30 times bigger than what's on the tip. So the point is you only see what's in front of you. So what people tend to focus on is success. They only see the gold medals. They only see the back flips, the front flips, the twists. What they don't see is the hard work and effort that they put in to get there in the first place. And that's the best best way to describe it. So if you think about... Everything that's—I'm using this as an example because just because I'm—I've I'm injured, I've done it. Like all these guys who are doing their back flips and front flips and all these spins and all these rail tricks, I, we haven't seen their persistence and their failures. Right? We're just seeing the end result, but I guarantee you, you know they didn't do this in just an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Right? It was a hard work and many many years of potential disappointment as well. Yeah. So it, the point is, like, it's the same with getting ripped or yep. seeing people who are strong and ripped they think oh they just got there
1: no no it tends to well, be Well I was going to say hard. you know going back to the Mark Wahlberg thing you've got to congratulate him on his dedication and hard work getting up at 2.30 in the morning to go to the gym for four o'clock that's 100% that's some serious
2: dedication. Absolutely 100% and also what, you, what you're not taking into consideration is all his years of training before that because he's in lots yeah. of films isn't he?
1: Yep exactly yep.
2: You know from The Fighter like all these other films he's got ripped before so like it all adds a base to where you want to get to so if you are new out there, To training, and it's been one of your first times applying this. You've got to understand it's going to take time, like, it's you've got to take the long term approach. You can't do it in six weeks and not expect a trade off to a negative effect. I think, is the best way to describe it.
1: Well, what people also don't see, you talk about the iceberg is like the reality of what actually training like an elite person is because we've done a, we've done a blog on this as well and you can uh, check it out on strengthmanners.com. but talk about Kilian Jornet. talk about what his training is like.
2: Well, yeah, exactly. So like we stick with the iceberg, iceberg principle and they don't see the hard work and dedication and like, you take Kilian Jornet for anyone who doesn't know who he is, he's one of the greatest ultra marathon, uh, ultra runners in the world. He does some amazing, feet. he's run up Everest twice, I think he has, without oxygen the crazy guy that he is. I mean, that's mental run up. twice (laughs) He's (laughs) he's done crazy things. So people in the running world want to copy him. They want to see, they want to do all these running up cliffs and running up these things. But what, again, what they don't realize is is how much effort and work he puts in to be able to do this. And he has done it since he was at a young age. Hmm. Now, using killing as an example, he trains now at about 1250 hours a year. That's a year people. Wow. Like that's how many hours he puts into people to do this and keep to his level that he's doing right now. Like we always say, Hey, to get from like novice to like beginner and intermediate levels, let's start talking about 400 hours a year. He's doing literally four, eight, just over three times that amount to be able to do what he does and do it. And most of the time he's doing, he's working comfortably. So when you see him sprinting to him, that's just, that's okay. That's well within his comfort zone. Yeah, uh, that's what is the best way to put it. So, it's people just see his successes, they see his, his, his highlight reel, they don't see the hard work
1: and stuff he's putting in beforehand. And that's a lot of hours, people. That's a lot of hours to put in, exactly. So, we've made the point like, don't train like the elite. So, what should people do instead? What do we need to do instead? I think
2: one of the best ways to think about it now is that if you're training for something or you just want to start training now, the question you could ask yourself, and this is from Steve Maxwell we picked up a long time ago, is like, how is this going to make you better for when you're 80 years old? That's the first question we want to ask yourself. Is what you're working towards now going to make you better when you're 80? is doing board slide frontside rails 50-50 outs for me? Are are they (laughs) going to make me better when I'm 80? No. How do you think that shoulder's going to be when you're 80 years old? Yeah, no, it's going to be very grumpy and very angry, right? (laughs) That's the best way to describe it. But no, like, start off like, well, is this going to make us better for when we're 80 years old if it's a no then let's have this conversation are you going towards a specific elite sport or trying to compete at a high level if it's a no then you're in that health category so we're talking about people now is like the basics are certain health aspects that we need to get nailed down and if you haven't listened to the episode about wws walk walk, water sleep yeah i don't know what the percentage is now josh but it's still super high how many people do not have those basics in place
1: Oh God, a hell of a lot of people, hell of a lot of people. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you the percentage, but, um, you know, people out there listening in truly sit down and ask themselves, do I walk 10,000 steps? Do I drink two to three and a half liters, depending if you're a man or woman? Do I sleep seven to nine hours? Uh, majority of people couldn't answer yes to all those three questions.
2: No, and we see it at times again. That's in our that coaching system. That's the, what, it's why we always start with this, because that is the foundation. That is the, this is the basics. It's like playing soccer, playing football, and controlling the football. That's, that's a basic thing. To an elite a professional footballer, that's super easy, but he's mastered it over 20, 30 plus years. <laughs> to, be yeah. able to do it. This is your basic level step. Get the walk, water, sleep, right? I know we keep talking about it, but if you don't have that right, nothing else will fall into play. Like you're going to struggle no matter what you do. It comes back to these things. So that's kind of what I'm trying to get, getting across to people is that, hey, the fundamentals of don't stop training like an elite athlete. Well, athletes have these health things dialed down. What you're seeing is the iceberg illusion. You're just seeing the the sprinkling, the the magic at the end of it. You're not seeing that they have to, they, they train all day long, they sleep seven to eight hours, plus they nap. Right, they have you know Barcelona Football Club, they have sleep pods, they send all their all their athletes to sleep during the day so they can monitor them, make sure they get enough sleep during the day.
1: During That's a nap great, day. isn't it? Being able to pay to train and play football yeah. and then have a nap in the afternoon, exactly. It's <laughs> all these things, right? Just focus on the basics, these are the things you need to sort, sort on.
2: Don't get suckered in by these. SAS elite abs types things, mm-hmm. you know, all these like train like a Navy seal. If you haven't trained for a long time, this is the very highest level. You know, a lot of those military athletes, it's, it's again, genetics, it's survival of the fittest to get there. And as long as they don't break, they're okay. So it's, it's a lot of these things. If you're over 30, please take yourself out of the elite athlete category, unless you are competing an elite level still, because you're not. And I'm really sorry to break it in the news. I got to remind myself, me, I'm lucky I didn't break anything. <clears> yeah, very sick.
1: lucky. Didn't break the other right. collarbone.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. I'm I'm lucky that I still have the chance to enjoy the rest of my season, but it's just a timely reminder that hey, I'm no longer elite. I'm more fragile than I have been before. And like these things hurt and also over 30 injuries take longer to heal.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. By the way, talking to the SAS, do you watch the uh, SAS program on Channel 4 with Ant <laughs> Middleton? It's brilliant I love I, it.
2: I saw the first season a long time ago, but I haven't I haven't seen any of the ones I, right, I don't it's, watch TV. It's great.
1: You don't work too hard, mate. Seriously, get a life. Watch TV. <laughs> well, hey, I was—I I've, I've, literally
2: started watching Amazon Prime. I started watching like the new Star—the new Star Trek series. And that's oh, I cool! Today. Is that I any good? Any good? Uh, I really liked it. So there we go. So I do watch a little bit, but it's more it's mostly Netflix and Amazon Prime when
1: I with a bit of time worm traveling. So absolutely, absolutely. So uh, balls, obviously, not trained like the the elite. Sorry, you've got to, but you need to. You've got to focus on something. So people need to. We've said this before. Say it again. People need to assess, right? So they know where they are because you you could be really strong, but have no cardio base. You could be have great cardio, but have no strength, et cetera.
2: Yeah, no, exactly. So if you haven't listened to one of the podcasts, I think it's episode 20, I think with the, uh, we do the strength and cardio assessments, you know, that's a good place to listen to. But like, and also like the one, I think there's a couple of episodes before that too, where we talk about mobility and health. That's the key thing here. Now, those are your basics. The, the secret to what the elite do is they do they do the basics better than anybody else. They have it ingrained. They don't have to think about it. The brain doesn't have to think about doing these things. We have to think about them. So it's like you know, it's it takes effort. It takes energy. So like. You know, just simple things, guys. Look, if you can't run 10K sub 50 minutes, you're not elite in any way. You know, it's almost close to 30 minutes, I think, is the realistic yeah. way to think about it. You know, other things, you know, if you're not deadlifting three times, you're not an elite deadlifter, I'm sorry. You know, deadlifting at least three times, close to four times now, I think. You know, all these different things. So, like, bear this in mind. Like, this is what the elite levels are doing. We're nowhere near them.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. I saw a post on Facebook today actually about a woman who's just got the deadlift record four and a half times her body weight, or or four point two five times her body weight. She weighs sixty four. I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think she weighed sixty four kilos. So whatever four point five times that is, wow! uh, Yeah, she deadlifted that.
2: That is phenomenal. There you go. That's an example of elite level strength for deadlifting. You know, example, example right there. So like, you just bear this in mind. So if, you know, sad, again, sad things, if, you, if you're two times body weight, it's not really elite. So it's not elite, should, but
1: it's a cracking place to be. It's a,
2: exactly. And, you know, do we need to go heavier? Sometimes not because the risk versus reward is not what we're, we're focusing on. So... But hey, but like I said, the, the key thing today is like, just remember over 30, we're no longer elite athletes. And if you were an elite athlete, you're then transitioning to what we call everyday, everyday athletes. And you've got to change the way you think about things. It's now health for the long haul. It's health towards 80 and beyond, basically.
1: Indeed. Indeed. My wife's just come in the kitchen and wants to put the kettle on. So we probably better end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> God,
2: she, she came on last time as well. Like she was texting <laughs>
1: you last time. <laughs> She was texting in the middle of a
2: podcast. Oh, my God. That, I keep telling you she's trouble. She's trouble. trouble. Absolutely
1: terrible trouble. Cool. Before we sign off, is there anything else you want to add to that?
2: No, it just just send all these sympathy wishes to josh at strengthmanners.com uh, for my shoulder.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. You'll get better. It'll heal.
2: I hope so. No, I hope so, too. Fingers crossed. It, it is, it's, it's been the last couple of days. I think I was slightly concussed the last couple of days as well. So there you go. That's a lesson as well. Make sure you get checked out by a doctor. Uh, yes, which I did.
1: Absolutely. Hopefully, you're not mm. concussed anymore. But also, make sure you're drinking your water, eating well, because and sleeping well, James, because that's going to aid your recovery. Exactly, as well. And I'm making sure my calories are reduced
2: because my my i to eat my four thousand calories. I'm not <laughs> training at the moment. Yeah, we'll talk about that on another episode. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, seriously, people, four thousand calories is a lot of calories. My little body, it really is. <laughs>
1: Indeed. Well, James, thank you very
0: much. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Until next time. Want more fitness secrets? Want to see the very best that Strength Matters has to offer? If so, then go start your free seven-day coaching experience at strengthmatters.com today. Our expert coaches will take you through the assessment process and help you put a workable plan into action. Together, we will finally uncover what's holding you back and put you on the path to success. Start your free seven-day coaching experience today. Visit www.strengthmatters.com to get started.